Peace and blessings and welcome to Divine Radio. I am your host, Dana Matthews, back at you with another episode with my special guest, Miss Ricky Lamoir. And this episode is going to be formed a little different um, because there is uh, questions um, that I like to ask um, the people that I meet that are already on their spiritual path. So that's the direction of this this podcast, this episode, because I meet a lot of people. Um, and at first, a lot of them were um, never had a reading, never just now starting their spiritual journey. So I thought it was rather unique when I met Miss Ricky. Um, and we're going to discuss her healing journey, um, how um, we met and how uh, where we're at now, pretty much. So how are you doing today, Miss Ricky Lamoir? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for taking your time out to do this episode with me. I truly Absolutely. appreciate you. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, let's see. I am, um, I, where do I start? <laughs> I've had a, a very eventful life. I've done a lot of things. So currently my day job, I am a coding manager for a large um, uh, private physicians group in uh, the Hampton Roads area. Um, I also have done some modeling. Um, I've done print and runway. I have been the face and the um, representative of Virginia Full Figured Fashion Week now um, for going on about seven years. Uh, we haven't done anything in the past couple of years due to the pandemic and things like that, but, you know, um, we're trying to regroup. And I am currently on a healing and spiritual path, um, came about abruptly a few years ago. Um, and I'm learning a lot about myself, digging into past lives and realizing who I am and starting to remember who I am. So that's Absolutely. where I'm at now. Absolutely. I feel like that's where we came on each other's path. So guys, I was doing an event, um, just doing readings at the event and Miss Ricky came and sat down at the table and it was just something special about her, something that stood out to me. Something was like, I have to have her on the podcast. And in learning right now, as you're telling me, I didn't even know that you were um, actually a model, but the picture that we chose <laughs> definitely gave me that, but mm -hmm. we never talked about that. So that's, that's pretty dope and congratulations. And I hope that goes as far as you would like it to, like, where do you see that? You know, honestly, now as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm not so much trying to be in the limelight. I kind of okay. like working behind the scenes. Um, I don't mind it, but what I discovered when I was um, doing the shows, there was a lot for me, especially in the position that I held behind the scenes. Um, and that's what I enjoy. I enjoy being more behind the scenes than I enjoy being up front and in the limelight. Okay. But I also am realizing that that is not exactly what I am supposed to be doing. Um, Cause I keep getting pushed. <laughs> That's right. And uh, messages that I keep getting from people um, like yourself and, you know, others have been not to dim my light. That's right. So, 
That's right. So you kind of um, gave us the how long ago your journey began, but like, where did it actually begin? What was the starting point to know that you are starting to heal or there's a need to heal things? The catalyst that took place was my um, realization that I was a survivor of narcissistic abuse. That's really what started it. Um, I had a traumatic event happen in my life and I came across, I stumbled across some videos on YouTube, um, a psychologist who specializes in narcissistic abuse and her channel is dedicated to educating people about it, all the different forms, um, how to, um, heal from it, um, things of that nature. And that's when I realized that that's what happened to me, I had no idea, no idea. And this is one of the things that really hit me hard because a lot of people, you know, and and, and I know that narcissism kind of gets thrown around a lot here lately. It, do- it does. But you don't fully understand the depth of the damage until you can really understand the condition and the toll that it has had on your life. And that's the realization that I had. And that's when I realized just how insidious narcissistic abuse is because it is such that you will not even know. That's right. That you actually went through that until someone points it out to you. So that was, that was when it, it started for me. Wow. Um, such a mirror to my to my healing. Um, and the things that I had to heal, like you said, unknown, unknowingly under a narcissist control. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know what it looks like until you see your mirror, see a person who's actually gone through it to get someone to actually explain to you what that means, because you don't know what it looks like when you're in it. Right. Right. At all. Um, so with that being said, um, what does your spiritual path look like because you have had to heal those kinds of things? So my spiritual path started, um, out, it it was kind of, um, it was a start and stop for me. Um, I grew up in a very strict religious home. Uh, and it was taboo to even question, um, anything. Uh, this is what it is, what you were taught. That's, you know, you don't question. Um, and so I struggled a little bit at first and I had a friend that I reached out to because she was very open about, you know, who she was spiritually. Um, and I asked her if she could uh, help me out. And (laughs) she explained some things to me and she did. And I asked her if she could do a reading for me. And that's when I discovered that, well, that's when I was told anyway, who I was and that it was time for me to step into my power. From there, that's when I started doing a lot of my research. Um, but it looked like a lot of shadow work, a lot of self-work. 
now I'm starting to come out of that. I'm starting to step out of doing all of this shadow work and implementing it into my everyday. Absolutely. Um, That's kind of what my path looks like. Um, Doing the shadow work is the Mm -hmm. path. Mm -hmm. Um, Understanding the lessons in the shadow work, understanding my own makeup, like you said, that self um, is the work. Right. So how important is inner child healing for you, with that being said? That is very important. Um, So I was uh, a loner as a child. I didn't have many friends. Um, I was an only child until I was 14. Oh, wow. So I was pretty much always alone. I lived with my grandparents until I was 12. And the neighborhood that they lived in, it was a neighborhood of older people. Um, So there weren't very many kids in the neighborhood for me to play with. And then there was one little girl, but I didn't get a chance. My, My grandparents were so strict that I rarely had a chance to go outside and play. Um, and then in South Carolina, let me me ask you something. How does that actually make you feel right now as an adult? And do you think that affected you? Oh, I definitely think that affected me. Um, because my only interaction with other children was either at school or birthday parties that, you know, I was taken to and it was difficult for me at school, especially because I would see the other kids in my class and for like for their birthdays or um, events that they would have at school, their parents are coming and they're visiting and things like that. My grandparents, they weren't, they were there, but they weren't like an active part. My grandmother worked um, the, like she was, she was in labor and delivery. So she worked the uh, three to 11 shift. So during the daytime, she was doing all of her household chores, you know, So she didn't really have, and she didn't drive either. My grandfather, he was, um, he's, he's very, was very much an introvert. Um, He himself dealt with a lot of issues as far as like um, addiction with um, alcohol. He was an alcoholic. And so I think after that, it kind of made him kind of become more of an, an introvert. So he, would retreat down to his uh, bedroom and we would only see him like when he would come out for meals and stuff. Um, but yeah, it did affect me because I felt alone. I felt, you know, I always wished that I had a sibling. I always wished that my cousins, I, I loved it when my cousins would come over and stay the weekend or whatever, because I'd actually have someone to play with. And so I kind of grew up as a tomboy as well because of it, because my cousins were all boys. I was the only girl in oh, um, wow. in our generation. <laughs> only child and the only girl. And the only girl. So um, I grew up, you know, <laughs> wrestling and playing with G.I. Joe and, you know, so, <laughs> which, and I didn't mind because, you know, I, I loved the inter- interaction, but I also knew that I was a girly girl as well. So I still right. had my dolls and my Barbies and everything. Um, so yeah, it did affect me. It did affect me. And I, I notice now as an adult looking back, there's a lot of things from my childhood that I don't remember. There's a lot of blockages. Mm-hmm. Okay. But as I've been going through my healing, some things have been 
opened up and revealed to me. Yeah, and I was just going to ask that question. Like, have you done any healing in that area? And could you give us an example of that? So actually, this this is that's a question that you posed to me that I hadn't thought of before. So that's okay. something that I'm going to have to go back and do some shadow work around because now I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it and I'm starting to feel the sting. I feel that yeah. as the conversation. So this is what was necessary. You know, right. I did an interview with another young lady. Her name is Brittany. If you didn't check out her episode, make sure y'all do that. But um, how we met and everything and then, you know, passing and then talking about everything on air, she was like, I feel right here, right now, this is a part of my healing too. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's bringing it back to the surface. It is. You know? And so and that's that's me... a blessing. That's a blessing. It is a blessing, you know, because it's also making me realize and understand why I never really had friendships throughout my life i had friendships or associates associates right and then but i never had you know how how you have that one friend that's your friend for years yes i never really had that and when i did have it i thought i did anyway um through a volunteer group which is how i ended up getting into modeling um we hung out a lot and, you know, I, we, we called each other our soul family, you know, um, sisters, but I did notice that there was, uh, they treated me a little differently than they treated um, each other and then others that were in the group. And so I had a surgery that I had to go through and I realized that they weren't really checking up on me the way that they would check up on anyone else that was a part of our group that either had a baby or had any type of surgery, things of that nature. Okay. And I said something about it. Normally, I wouldn't have said anything. But I said something about it. And the events, you know, the the events that took place afterwards ended up with basically us separating. Like, they were removed from my life. At the time, I didn't understand it. Now I understand that people come in your life for a season – you know, some of them for a reason, some of them stay for, you know, a, your lifetime, but they were only there for a short amount of time. And I see that as spirit moving them out of the way so that I could continue on my healing journey and That's do, right. fulfill my purpose in life. Um, Cause I don't, I feel that if I were still a part of that group, I wouldn't be where I am today. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that's the that's the gift I feel. One of the biggest gifts is to see when God, your angels, spirit, remove something, person, place, thing, whatever it could be for you, emotion, fear, mm-hmm. and you can see where they did it, mm-hmm. how they did it, and then understand why they did it. Right. That's the beauty and and. I feel our spiritual paths is is being to have that being able to have that connection to trust, right. you know what's happening to us. It's, it's not happening to us; it's happening for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um. So, where do you see yourself doing healing work for others, like for the collective? So, years ago, I used to be a massage therapist, and while I was in massage school, we learned Reiki therapy. 
And I really enjoyed that. It really stood out to me. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed doing massage therapy and I would incorporate Reiki healing while I was doing my massage therapy. That was that's, really that's when, dope. Mm-hmm, and that was really when I became aware of the energy. Of course, you know, when you're in school, they teach you all about the exchange of energy and things of that nature. Okay. But it wasn't until I actually graduated and had a job and was performing um, these massages on my clients that I fully understood what they were talking about, about the exchange of energy, because I would feel what they were feeling. Mm-hmm. That was also kind of like, I didn't realize it at the time. Now I understand part of the reason why I was able to feel what they were feeling so strongly was because I'm also an empath. That's right. So as I'm massaging, I can feel where their pain is and I can, I could concentrate on that muscle group to work it out. And of course, you know, I didn't know, but I was channeling healing into them. And so it's just funny how these things were so natural to me and so easy. And I, I, every person that I touched, you know, I would hear from them either you have a very healing spirit or, you know, your massages are really good or, you know, they would fall asleep on my table. I'm like having to tap people to wake them up because they were so relaxed. And now I'm understanding that that's because I am a healer. Yes, you are. I need to figure out a way to incorporate healing. Um, And I would like to do it through Reiki, but I also have an affinity for crystals. Okay. I love crystals. And so, and I can feel the vibration of different crystals and I feel um, how they actually help to align myself. So I would like to, in some way, incorporate that as well. So kind of like a crystal Reiki healing is what is, is, is something that I would like to begin to offer um, to other people to, to help them. And as well as women who are going through uh, narcissistic abuse, not understanding it, you know, any type of emotional or psychological abuse. Um, I feel that not only is it healing for me to tell my story, but it's healing for others to hear my story That's right. and to see that I've come out on the other end and That's I right. am successful. That's right. So whatever I can do to help you in that area, whether it's prayer, whether it's pushing, you guys know I love to coach and, 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 and inspire you to do it, encourage you to do it. I'm definitely going to do it. I'm here for you. Um, what okay. spiritual gifts do you do you have? Do you think that you tap into right now? Um, well, I know that I am a master manifester. Okay. Um, and that's awesome. Not only, <laughs> not only because my birthday is on eleven eleven, but yes, ma'am, honey. Everything that I need or even want I get that's right I may not understand you know I I, I didn't understand and I didn't really think about it until like I started on my spiritual path and that's when I started really 
thinking back and, you know, job interviews, like I, I, I always knew that's right. I was going to get the job. That's right. Um, and, you know, there's just certain things that I know. So I know that I'm also psychic. So yeah, I have that. So you're definitely Claire cognizant. That's having right. a deep knowing. Right. Um, and now I am starting to hear. So I, mm. while I'm working with my tarot cards, it's almost as if, you know, it's not just the knowing now. I'm starting to hear it. To hear it. That's right. Right. And okay. so, yeah, I, 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 that's, those are, those are my gifts so far. I'm starting to uh, figure out what all of my gifts are. Mm -hmm. um, I also do have a Scorpio stellium. Okay. So five placements in Scorpio in my chart. I am pretty much all water in my that's chart. That's right. Okay. So I know that, and, and it comes from, a lot of it is coming forward from past life experiences. I've had um, some, as a matter of fact, you've told me a little bit about my past life, and I've had some other people um, tell me about my past lives, you know, that I've had and who I was. And I just need to remember who yes. I am and okay. all of that will come. It will. So right here on air, the inner child healing will help you get it. Because it's something about your childhood's mimicking. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's why that came up here where you wasn't sure of that. You know what I mean? Have you done it? We got to right. get started, started there. Um, and I'm glad you brought the birth charts because for me, seeing my birth chart, recognizing my birth chart, getting to know my birth chart has definitely helped me align with my purpose, align with my path, and to know that there have been signposts and there's been a lot of things that has already was already happening before I knew anything about the birth chart, if that right. makes sense. You know, the testimony with everything that's happened before it was still, it still happened mm -hmm. exactly the way it was supposed to, wow. um, which is also a hidden blessing. But also, um, for those who don't, know about your birth chart, it may be a good idea to tap in with it, um, to be able to recognize who you are. Because some of us really walk around for 20, 30, 40 years with not knowing who we are. Mm -hmm. um, and God gives us the gifts. He grants us those gifts to be able to know, even even if it's through a prophet for somebody just telling you. But you like you keep hearing the same things from different people like you stated, Miss Ricky. You know what I mean? People were telling right. you who you are. You right. know what I mean? Um, but all of these things and all of these tools, I say all that to say, are a part of helping us to master our path, what we set out to do when we signed up to come here. However many lifetimes we done signed up to do it. So how do you think you will master your path? What things do you need to do from this point forward to master it? I need to tap in more. Okay. Um, I need to, I know I need to ground. <laughs> I need yes. to ground myself a lot more. Yes. Um, that is definitely a message that I keep getting. Um, okay. And I need to make more time for my spiritual journey. That is something that I also know that I need to do because as um, <laughs> me being me, I will come onto a subject and I will obsessively research. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And then once I've learned everything that I learned, I kind of uh, pull back, back a off. Bit. That's right. right. But it's all about balance. That's right. And that is what I need to work on. I need to work on balance so that way I can uh, spend more time on my spiritual healing and um, but also still have my life. Right. You know, there's there some people they feel like it's either all or nothing, mm-hmm. but that's not the case. I mean, life is about balance. Um, the universe is about balance. So that's, that's something that I have to find within myself is I have to find my balance so that way I can move forward because I do I I know and I understand that there are some things that um, I'm not going to say they're holding me back, but there are some blockages that I need to get past. Absolutely. So, you know why? Another reason I can say um, I did this, I feel the universe with us is for you. So you can manifest exactly the answers to these questions. Right. You get what I'm saying? Saying it out loud. That means you're going to do the work. You're going to get receive exactly what you're asking for. So that goes for every person that has touched divine radio. You know, this is a part of their teams, y'all teams, manifestations for you. Right. Something you right. didn't even know that you needed. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Um, and in closing, I want to say thank you for taking your time, like I said, to share your testimony, to share yourself with us. Is there anything you would like to leave with the people over here on Divine Radio? Oh, um, understand that you are so much stronger than you know. Absolutely. That's really it. Absolutely. And I would say I would concur on what she said. Know that you are way stronger than you look. But I would love for you guys um, in closing of this episode to go and stand and look in the mirror and tell yourself, I am enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am enough. So that's going to close out this episode. Um, Next week, I don't have a special guest just yet to announce, but hopefully by next Sunday we will, or if not, it's just going to be me um, giving y'all a topic and we're just going to discuss it. That's just how it's going to go down here on Divine Radio. It ain't going to stop, okay? It's not going to stop. So thank you again, Miss Ricky, and you have a blessed day. I will talk to y'all soon next week, each and every Sunday, Divine Radio, 7 p.m. Later. Bye.